0: It's that time. Welcome to the Time to Man Up podcast. And here's your host, Sean Hess. All right, guys, I want to welcome you to the Time to Man Up podcast. Uh, We were away a little bit uh, working on getting uh, our kids transitioned into a new place and uh, dealing with, if you've been watching the news, you've seen what's been going on down in Florida with the hurricane. And so we were doing some, making some adjustments with that, but we are back and we are excited to be back guys. I just want to encourage you. Uh, we have our new curriculum, man up becoming the man God desires you to be. That is out and you can find out more about it by going to uh, www.time2, the number two time time2manup.com. You can go check it out there help us get the word out because what we've learned is it's really hard to get the word out about something like a curriculum. And, uh, this is like foundational grassroots ministry that we're trying to build up. And so we can use any help that you can get us. Again, if you could direct your pastor or the leader of your men's ministry to time to man up.com, uh, we would appreciate that greatly. Uh, Today's podcast, one thing that we're doing now is we've just been doing some soul searching, some studying, and trying to figure out what God would have for this podcast. When I stepped away from the ministry, the plan was never to start a podcast, but as more and more people encouraged me in that direction, we decided to step out in faith and launch this podcast And we have been trying to work through it. We started with interviewing people. We've been around 50 minutes to an hour. Well, we are going to try a new approach. Uh, We just last week or two weeks ago launched uh, Time to Man Up Sports, where we're going to be looking at areas of sports, because the reality is there are a lot of men that love sports. I love sports. And so that's something that I'm really going to enjoy doing. So that is going to be... Uh, separate but part of uh, the Time to Man Up podcast because that's where you'll find Time to Man Up sports. But we are still going to be releasing uh, that Time to Man Up podcast where we look at just issues of today that are apart from sports. And sometimes there will be an overlapping in those areas. And with that being said, our desire is that on Monday or Tuesday of each week, we are going to just uh, drop on you guys three to four uh, shorter podcast where we've been aiming for lowering it to about 35 to 40 minutes. We are going to now drop that down into the 15 minute range. As a former pastor, we'll see if I can hit that target. Uh, But we are just going to try to make that so that you on a drive somewhere can listen to one podcast, be encouraged, pass it along to your friends. And we're going to see how this goes because we understand uh, listening to a very long podcast can be a challenge. And uh, so we are going to shorten those up and we're going to try to deal with some different topics. And uh, so we hope that you'll enjoy it. We hope that this transition goes well. And man, I want to say this. There are some of you that have been supporting us financially, whether it's through our podcast host or whether it's out on our website through PayPal guys, I just want to say, thank you. Uh, It's not a lot of people that are doing it, but it means so much. I mean, there have been a few times along this journey where I've thought about packing it up and saying, you know what? it's not really making progress because the reality is I'm looking for a sprint and this is a marathon. And, uh, so we kind of had to wrestle with God and say, is this what you want? And after wrestling a bit, he won and said, this is what I want you to keep doing. And so hopefully you will enjoy these changes. Hopefully they will be benefits and hopefully you will be able to spread this out, get it out to your friends, other men that this would be able to be an encouragement to them. And so today in this podcast, we are going to look at this, the importance of putting down the cell phone. I know that, you know, we talk about, we're here not to skip rocks on the surface, but we're here to throw some boulders that go below the surface. And cell phones are one of those areas. Cause here's the change that's happened. When I was uh, first a senior pastor and I didn't have a cell phone, yeah, that shows you how long ago it was, right? Because it's become just an ordinary thing that even young people have cell phones now. Uh, the thing is, is that back when I was looking at getting a cell phone, the church felt there was a need to be able to get in contact me with me when I when they needed to, and I agreed with that. I thought that was a very good thing, and so I was. Uh, I'd gone on a, a golf outing with a group of older gentlemen who I really respected their opinion. And I was just talking to them about my church's desire for me to get a cell phone. I was resistant to it, old school, whatever reason. And, uh, the reality is I just didn't want everybody to have access to me all the time. I wanted to be able to get away and be away. And I remember, uh, one of the guys said to me, he goes, Sean, he goes, don't get a cell phone. He goes, I got one for business. And now I can't even go to something like this men's week and without people contacting me. And uh, he just basically affirmed my idea of, I really don't want one, but got back to work and uh, leadership convinced me that it was a good thing that, that people would be able to get in contact with me. And so I got a phone. Now, my phone was a BlackBerry. And all you could do is type on it. And I got a BlackBerry because I like the keypad rather than the flip phones. Remember the flip phones, how you'd have to push like one button three times to get a letter. And it was just laborious. And it seems so ancient now, right? I mean, I'm just going to tell you this, fellas. I got a Samsung Galaxy 6. And it doesn't feel that old, but it already can't host a lot of the apps that are out there. And so it's become this fossil, right? And now flip phones are coming back, I saw. And I'm like, who would have thought, right, that flip phones, now they're a little different, a little better with technology. So I got that BlackBerry because I could keep my notes on it. And that was very helpful. I could keep my scheduling on it, which was helpful. But the reality is, is that everybody could get a hold of me whenever they wanted. And that wasn't always good. And so sometimes I'd have to purposely uh, leave it uh, home when we would go out just so... I would have some freedom in doing that. So everyone knows those people that can't put their cell phone down. I mean, right. They have that cell phone in their hand all the time. Now I will say that it seems like. Women are much more active uh, on social media than guys are, but I will also say to be fair that I think we're seeing more and more men become active in that area, but the problem with the cell phones of today are this. My first original cell phone, all it did was got emails and made phone calls, but then all of a sudden, and this is why they're so expensive now, cell phones became computers. And so now if we have a question about something, we Google it, right? We get on the internet, we Google it, and we find out information. I mean, there are times when my wife and I will be watching a show and we won't know who the guy is or who the girl is on the show and we Google it, right? And then it lays out exactly who it is and we can find out what they've been in. It's amazing because information is right there. We don't even have to work for it, right? It's not like we have to look it up in an encyclopedia or something. We just type it in and Google, the internet, gives it to us. But there are positive things about having a phone. When my kids went off and began to drive, I wanted them to have a phone so that if anything ever happened, they could get in contact with me. Or if I needed to, I could get in contact with them. But then when I also see uh, the amount of accidents because of texting, there were times where I thought, I really don't want my kid to have that phone. And my wife and I did our best never to text our kids when we knew they were driving because we wanted to protect them and not put them in a dangerous situation. But we have those people that because that phone is now a computer, because now they can search their social media, whatever social media platform you're on, you can be on it all the time. And it becomes this almost, um, habit or reflex that we just, we're not doing anything and we pick it up and we start to search, right? And here's what you see. You see people's thumbs just like pushing the screen up, right? They're scrolling through it and they're checking it out and they're clicking. And to be honest, men, there are a lot of times when probably men are looking at things that they shouldn't be looking at on the internet. Uh, when we think about social media, uh, and ladies, if you're listening to this, let me just tell you uh there are ladies that are putting a social media post on there, pictures of themselves that shouldn't be out there because when men see that it causes them to think a certain way and uh, to sometimes lust after that picture. And I know that women can say, well, that's the man's problem. Well, the problem is, is that we shouldn't even put that out there, right? Because the Bible says, don't cause someone to stumble, Usually, and we'll get into this in another episode, but when I see a woman putting that out, usually it's the absence of a man, a male figure in their life that's giving affirming, whether it's a dad or a husband, boyfriend, whatever it is, there's a problem there. But again, that's not for this podcast, but more and more men are starting to pick up their phone and check out their fantasy sports teams. Like we looked at a few weeks ago and they're always on there monitoring stuff. And the reality is, is once it went from being just, you can email and call on the phone, we weren't on it back then, but now it does everything. And so what we want to do is understand that that phone can become an addiction. It it can become a barrier to building relationships with other people. When I look at a family sitting there having dinner at a restaurant and I see every one of them with their phone out and they're checking things out, typing things, whatever it is, We've got a problem and our life gets so busy and we can never get away from it. Our mind is always going Why? because we have that phone. So I want to give you a little, um, encouragement when it comes to putting that cell phone down guys, the Bible in Psalm 46, 10 says this, be still and know that I'm God. Guys, sometimes we have to put down the busyness, the the distractions of the phone, right? Because sometimes we just need to be still and know that he is God. Sometimes we need to put that down because our wife needs our attention, because our children need our attention. And we are abandoning our responsibility as a husband and as a father because of the cell phone because of the, let's just call it what it is. It's a computer. And we've got this little computer in our hands. Sometimes Jesus even got away, right? He had to get away because he was dealing with the 5,000, which was really 5,000 men and women and children. So we could have been up in 10 to 15,000 people. And he just has to get away from these people and get alone with God and just have some quiet time. Men, sometimes we need that. The problem is I'm guessing that there are a lot of times where either men were sitting on the couch with our wife and we're both on our phones and there's no communication. Um, Go to sporting events and watch how people are on their phones rather than watching their kids or whatever. It's, I mean, it's really the cell phone has begun to tear down the family unit. And so perhaps we need to Take note of what Jesus did in putting away the distractions and getting into a quiet place. Perhaps we need to turn off the cell phone. We need to turn off the electric devices and spend some time alone with God. Guys, I want to tell you this rather than pick, picking up your Bible app. And I know in churches and I wrestled with this as a pastor because I think we put the verses too much up on the screen. And, uh, and I did that. So I'm saying I did that too much because what we do is for the ease of people, we put all the, 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 the verses on the screen so everybody can see it. I mean, the churches I've looked at, I've gone to, they all do the same thing. We're all guilty of this because what we create is a generation of people that will not bring their Bible to church because they don't need it. You're going to put everything on the screen. They don't know how to navigate through the word of God. Why? Because they've got that Bible app. And let me tell you this. I love my Bible gateway. I love my Bible gateway because I can search on there. If you don't have a Bible app, Bible gateway is an awesome app. And you can get on there and you can search verses. And to me, it's awesome to have. But I don't want to become dependent on that. I don't want to become dependent on the verses on the screen. I want to learn where to find it in the word of God. And what we're going to do is create biblically illiterate people that don't know how to navigate. They haven't had those sword drills, right? Where you would hold your Bible up, the leader would say a verse, and you would have to see who could find it first. I love those. That was competition, right? I mean, we had a group of guys that we went at it and and there were some smart girls, man. And it was a battle because they were good at finding those verses. But I want people that know how to navigate through their Bible. Men, I want to tell you this. If you, man, even if you don't have children, if it's just you and your wife, but if you're married, if you have children, what I want you to do is I want you to keep the cell phones away from the dining room table. Guys, I want you to keep that away because that's a distraction. I never had to tell my kids, hey, put that down because they didn't bring it to the table because they knew we didn't do that. And that's where we would talk about life. That's where we would talk about spiritual things. And so I want to encourage you in that way to keep the the, the devices away from the table, The the Game boys or whatever. I mean, I probably just aged myself right there saying game boy. Cause I know they've been around a long time, but whatever they're called now, keep those away from the table. Don't use those as your babysitters for your kids so that you can have a nice quiet dinner, engage them in conversation. Dads. It is our responsibility, not our wives' responsibility to do that. We need to take that responsibility. Guys, let's turn off the TV. Let's not have the TV in the background. Now there are nights that we get together and we have pizza and, and watch TV and that's great, but don't let that be all the time. And that's why for us, it was nice because our TV room and our dining room were clear across the house. So it was never a danger to do that. And now sometimes we might eat quick because there was a show coming on and we wanted to watch and maybe we were eating late because the kids sports, but we want to get rid of all of the noise, right? We want to get rid of all the noise. And that's what our cell phone and guys, I don't even like to call them cell phone anymore because they're computers. The problem is, is that our cell phones, our computers are getting in the way and creating noise, creating distractions. Mark 420 or 439 Mark 439 says this. And he awoke and rebuked the wind and said to the sea, peace, be still. And the wind ceased and there was a great calm. Now, guys, that clearly that's Jesus calming the seas. But here's what I got from that. I hope I'm not stepping out bounds uh, too far from this. Stepping out of the boat, should I say. Uh, but when I see that, I see this. He says, peace, be still. Guys, the reality is, is that when we have our cell phone connected to our hand. Like it's another body part, right? I mean, some people, I think it has become part of their body. They got those little holders, you know, those pop out things that fit right in the finger. And I think it like becomes like another, it's like Legos, right? You have little connecting things on there. And I think that's kind of what it's like, but we have those cell phones and they become a part of our body because we have them in our hand all of the time. And again, I'm guilty of if I don't have something going on, I pick up my cell phone and I'm checking out ESPN. I'm checking out sports scores, uh, stats. uh, I'm doing stuff on that. And it begins to take away time. And so here's what it says. It says, be still. But why does he say be still? Because it is going to create peace. So when Jesus is around all of these people, he gets a way to talk to God, to be still. why? So that he can have peace. Now what do we hear sometimes? Peace and what? Quiet. So usually there is a connection between being at peace and being quiet. Being still. Guys, when you're in life and the waves are rolling, I mean, I'm telling you, right? We just went through hurricane down here in Florida. And we were on the bottom end and you would think, oh, we didn't get a lot from it. But those winds come whipping around on the southern end of a hurricane and it makes some noise. It gets your attention. But the reality is, is that in life, we've got a lot of that noise. We've got those storms that are brewing and that are messing with our life. And we need to, in the midst of all of that noise, be still so that we can have peace. Guys, that's the challenge. As we look at this, we need to understand that there are times in our life that we need to be still so that we can have peace. And so, man, that's the challenge. Uh, Take it how you want it. Um, Man, I encourage you to purpose, to have time if you have children, have time around the dinner table where you don't allow that noise in, where you just have time to talk about your kids' days, your wife's day, whatever it is. And let me just tell you this. A woman said once in the line of Walmart, I heard her say, the computer is the tool of Satan. And I laughed when I heard it because I just thought thought it sounded like an old person, right? I thought it just sounded like an old person being a cranky old person. And so I laughed because I thought you can pay bills on the internet. You can do searches on the internet. You can do online financing. You can do all these great things, email. But men, the reality is there is far more trouble that you can get in on the internet than good through it. That's just the reality of it. And there have been marriages, families destroyed because a man was unwilling to put down that cell phone, that computer. And at night when he should have been in bed with his wife, he was out on his electronic device, that iPad, that phone, that computer. Men, we need to put down the cell phone. And what that means is this. If you are going to do this, men, you have to man up men. It's time to man up. It's time to put the cell phone down and it's time to be still. and Gain that peace that only comes through Jesus Christ. And then pass that peace to your wife, to your children, to those around you. Guys, it's time. It's time to man up.